Angie has made it easier than ever to hire high-quality pros to get all your home service jobs done well. Just bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie will connect you with local pros who match your specific needs. Or book a service instantly at an upfront price. So join the millions of homeowners who use Angie to care for their homes and get your next home service job done well. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Angie has made it easier than ever to hire high-quality pros to get all your home service jobs done well. Just bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie will connect you with local pros who match your specific needs or book a service instantly at an upfront price. So join the millions of homeowners who use Angie to care for their homes and get your next home service job done well. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. I opened the door and there was like, you know, the fire was already like, wow, you know, it's all dark. I always see it's dark and smoke. And I got so scared that I, you know, just jump out the window. Yeah, that, that was... What floor are you on? I, I was on the third floor. This is the plaintiff, Soy Chan. She says she awoke one morning to thick smoke in her kitchen. She couldn't escape out of the door because it was blocked, and she was forced to leap from the upper window of the apartment she rented in a two-story house. Red Cross put her up at a shelter because her place was totally destroyed. And the defendant told her it was caused by a problem in the back of the apartment, and now she's out over $10,000 worth of her belongings. That's what she's suing for. This is the defendant, L.B. Cespedes. He says this lawsuit is just the craziest thing because the plaintiff was the one who started the fire. She fell asleep while cooking rice in a defective crockpot that cracked and it exploded, causing the fire. Thankfully, it was contained to the kitchen only and nobody was hurt. He's sorry the plaintiff lost her antique stamps, plastic roses, and a 14-karat gold water bottle, but he owes her nothing. He's accused turning down a tenant. All parties, please raise your right hand. What you are about to witness is real. The participants are not actors. They are actual litigants with a case pending in civil court. Both parties have agreed to drop their claims and have their cases settled here before Judge Marilyn Millian in our forum, the People's Court. People's Court is now in session. The Honorable Judge Marilyn Millian is now presiding. Litigants have been sworn, Your Honor. Thank you, Douglas. You're welcome, ma'am. Okay, Ms. Chan, what happened here? Hi. Um, like, uh, there was a fire in my apartment. And uh, I Tell me about much, it. like lost most of my stuff. That's important. No, 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 no. Tell me about what caused the fire. How did the fire happen? What Give caused me the, the fire? I, I have no idea what caused the fire. I, I, it was okay, like, well, why don't uh, you tell me how you realized there was a fire? Tell me what you were doing before that. Oh, um, I was sleeping, and um, in in the middle of it, like um, I I was getting up and hear some noises, like likely from the kitchen, and I opened the door and there was like you know the fire was already like wow you know it's all dark. I all I see is dark and smoke, and I got so scared that I you know just jump out of the window. Yeah, that that was. What floor are you on? I I was on the third floor. 
But I was lucky the third, third floor, floor? Slide, you know, they have a slide going third floor, yes. Did, was there a fire escape? No. You jumped out of a third story? I jumped out of the third floor, that's correct. Did you break your bones? Um, I was lucky there was a slide. Uh, there was a slide no, slant. That, that going slant. to the second floor. There's another slide, uh, that, slide. like on the roof that, that, that go down to the slide. second floor and, and first floor. So I was lucky. Wow. Okay. Now, you said mm -hmm. you heard a noise in the kitchen. What had it been doing in the kitchen beforehand? Because you're, you're skipping that part, and I'm kind of interested in that. Um, I, I wasn't doing anything in the kitchen. Ma'am, did you uh, have a no, crock pot? Were you warming something, and did you fall asleep while something was warming in a crock pot? Uh, well, um, there is the cooking pot, um, that, that I was heating up, not heating up, but I kept in warm of the, uh, spaghetti. Uh, that I just kept in warm. I'm gonna read and from your complaint, and then your words, not mine. Mm -hmm. On the morning of November 25th, I woke up to make spaghetti on my crock pot. I brought my child to the bus stop, and when I got home, I put extra spaghetti in the crock pot to warm it up for myself. At around 9 a.m., I went back to my bedroom and fell asleep while watching YouTube videos. I woke up around 11, that's two hours later, and I heard something fall on the floor. I opened my bedroom door and saw a lot of smoke. All right, so you went to sleep at 9 with a crock pot on, and then you woke up at 11 with a fire in your kitchen. Is that correct? Uh, yes. Okay. Mr. Cespedes, did, how is it you learn about the fire? I was at work. I found, um, I got a phone call from one of my tenants underneath. He said that he heard a loud noise. He went upstairs to try to um, advise the tenant that, uh, I mean, advise her. I didn't know she was living there. I actually rented it to her boyfriend. So she, oh, really? he went in to try to tell them, hey, there's a fire going on. And um, all of a sudden, he, uh, he called 911. He called me. He told me that he called 911. He advised me that, uh, that, that um, there was a fire. I, uh, I told my job about it, and I immediately went to the site. How many, how many uh, units are there in this building? There's two units. Okay. So he's the other tenant, and he, uh, how does he know that there's a fire? How had he seen it? Because I know he you told me you heard a, loud, a noise. He heard a loud bang. He went to And then he sees the smoke what? when he goes upstairs? Yeah. Okay. So he calls 911. I presume the fire department came out. Does anybody have a report from the fire department? I actually lost it. I'm so sorry. Okay. And what did the fire department report say? It said that it was a defective crock pot okay. that started the fire. So, Ms. Chan, do you have the fire report? Um, I do not have the fire report, but I just submitted like, uh, the, the wet course. Uh, the wet course has a paper that indicates that there was a fire on the, the day of November 25th, and, um, and there was a fire at, at, the, at the property. Okay. But I want the fire report that says it was your fault, because I'm wondering why you're suing Mr. Cespedes for $10,000 when you're the one who caused the fire. What is the reason why you're suing him? He should be suing you. I don't think I Were you insured? The Did the insurance end up covering your losses, Mr. Cespedes? No. So are you out money? <laughs> yes. I'm out money. Ms. Chan, if, if you 
go to sleep watching YouTube videos and leave a crock pot on, and the fire department concludes that it's your defective crock pot that causes the fire, what did the landlord do wrong? Um, well, initially, like, uh, I, I truly do not think that warmer would cause fire because uh, I was just putting it in a warmer because that's automatic. And then, like, that cannot cause fire. Well, no, that, if it's that, working that properly, it like can. But if it splits in two, it could cause a fire if it's got a defect. Uh, if it's working the right way, of course it shouldn't cause a fire. Um, particularly when crock pots are meant to be slow cookers and you could put them on and you're supposed to be able to leave for work, come back and have a hearty meal. But if it's defective, that's a problem. And if you, you're there and you fall asleep and it becomes a big engulfing fire, that's also a problem. But let me just ask you a question. What did Mr. Cespedes, your landlord, do wrong that he should pay you $10,000? How did he um, cause the I fire? I was initially told, I was initially told that uh, there was something, the electrical problem in the back. I initially, I was okay. told that. Okay, who that told you that? Oh, my landlord. Yeah, and then later on, he said something else. But then initially, I was told it was the something in the back of the... Did you ever tell her that there was some electrical problems? Absolutely not. Okay. Did she, did you talk to her that night or that day, the day, that day? Yes, she wanted to come upstairs and she wanted to go through everything. I told her it was too dangerous that no one was allowed on the property. I didn't want no one to get hurt. Okay, and did she ever tell you, uh, did she tell you about the crockpot and falling asleep? No. She told how me... How did the police, that... how did the fire department conclude it? Did they talk to her? Yes, she was, they were there, they, they explained everything to her, the, the crockpot was on, on site. Did they take any pictures? Do you have any pictures? Unfortunately, I do not. I was so overwhelmed with everything going on. There was a lot of people there trying to and push themselves onto the job. And try, I was just trying to get everybody away and safe. And my main concern that everybody's safety. Okay, but at some point you could take pictures once you know everybody's safe, um, but, you, <laughs> but you don't have pictures. <laughs> Ms. Chan, um, you say that he told you that, oh, it was in the wall, but you know you fell asleep with the crock pot and you say he first, initially he told me that. What did the fire department tell you? Angie has made it easier than ever to hire high quality pros to get all your home service jobs done well. Whether it's routine maintenance and emergency repair or a dream project, Angie lets you compare quotes from multiple local pros, browse homeowner reviews, and even book a service instantly. Angie's been connecting people with skilled pros for nearly 30 years. So the next time you have a home project, bring it to Angie to get your job done well. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Angie has made it easier than ever to hire high-quality pros to get all your home service jobs done well. Just bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie will connect you with local pros who match your specific needs. Or book a service instantly at an upfront price. So join the millions of homeowners who use Angie to care for their homes and get your next home service job done well. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. 
That's A-N-G-I dot com. Uh, I never got in touch with the fire department. They, uh, Did you ever see the fire the department's office. report? How are you going to prove it's his fault if you oh. don't have a fire department report that says uh, it was faulty wiring that the landlord neglected or something? Because it would have to be negligence on his part. It can't be an accident for him to have to pay you. So tell me what it is that leads you to believe it's his fault. Do you have any evidence from the fire department that the fire started in the wall and was the landlord's fault? Uh, when I last asked the fire department on the same day, uh, they told me they are still investigating. And um, like I told them what happened, and uh, they said um, they, they, they did not give me uh, like uh, what actually happened. Uh, but okay, I but remember from I November of 2019, Till August of 2020, you could have asked for a fire report because it exists. So do you have a fire report to show me today? To show, how are you going to prove it's his fault and that he has to pay you? Do you feel just because he's a landlord? You're not even his tenant. Your boyfriend was his tenant, I guess. So how is it that he has to pay you, a guest of the boyfriend, the, the tenant, why should he have to pay you $10,000? Just because he owns the building? Well, um, like uh, it was an attic apartment. And uh, I was told that something in the back of the that's electrical problem that was made. okay. That's good. Now prove that. Can you prove that? Can you prove that? No. If you can't prove that, you oh. can't collect. Let me ask you a question. At some point, oh. you spoke to a lawyer and you offered her fifteen hundred dollars. Is that correct? That is correct. Why? I did feel bad for her. I did feel bad for the situation. I just. I wanted a peace of mind. I wanted every... I'm happy that everybody was safe. Did your lawyer life. tell you to do that? No. My lawyer insisted for me not to do that. Correct. Okay. I just want to know if you need a new she, lawyer. She did not. Okay. So not he offered you $1,500 for your troubles. And you said, no, that's not enough. I want $10,000. Uh, but what I lost is more than that. Yeah, that's what I told you. I know, and that's why people get renter's insurance. So did you have renter's insurance? No, I did not get, I did not get, yeah. I've never guessed yeah. what would happen, you know. Yeah. It was a little crazy. No, I understand. But here's the thing, though. Yeah. Nobody wants I, this I'm, to happen. Uh, no, nobody wants this to happen, least of all the person who owns the building. Um, you ended up leaving. You had some items burned. He had his building burned. From everything I can tell, the cause of the fire was probably the crockpot. I don't have an actual fire report. I would love to have an actual fire report. You no longer have the copy, which you should have kept as a homeowner. But you are the person who's suing. So that means you have what we call in court the burden of proof. It means you come into court and you have to prove what you're saying. And you come into court without one stitch of evidence that it's his fault. I don't know if you thought just because he owns a place, he has to pay you. That's not the law. You would have to prove not only that it, you would have to prove it was his fault. That means not only did it happen in the walls and not in a crock pot that cracked and was defective, you would have to prove that he knew it and still didn't fix it. If it was just an accident, a landlord still wouldn't know you for what's burned. You need to have renter's insurance for that. If you choose, and renter's insurance is like $100, $150 for the whole year. But people don't do it, and it doesn't matter unless you need it, right? Insurance comes in very handy when you need it.
So yeah. in this case, I am not going to order Mr. Cespedes to pay you $10,000. If I was your lawyer and you had offered her fifteen, I would fire you as my client, Mr. Cespedes. And Ms. Chan, that's kind of an education for you because kind of looks like you should have taken the free money since there is no way that you can prove that you are entitled to one penny from him if you can't prove that the fire was his fault. When you fall asleep with something in the kitchen that the, the fire department, I think, tells you ended up cracking and was on the floor. But in any event, verdict for the defendant. So the judge finds against the plaintiff in this case who was suing for $10,000. Ms. Chan, let me ask you, what do you think about the judge's decision? What's your reaction? Yeah, I'm a little disappointed, but I think um, it's like I didn't have enough proof. I didn't work on my part, yeah. And, and I, my first time doing this, I have no idea what's needed. You learned a valuable lesson the hard way, my dear. Sorry. All right, Mr. Cespedes, I know you feel sorry for her, too. You did offer her money, but uh, how do you feel about the outcome of this case? Were you surprised to be sued by her? Extremely. And you can see how greed works. And now this is what she receives. How badly was the building damaged? We, we thought maybe it was just in her apartment, but was it the building, whole building was affected? No, it was only her kitchen. It was her kitchen. Okay. Well, congratulations, sir. You have prevailed, and that's the judge's decision, and everybody's going to have to live by it. And with that, thanks very much. And now it's time for another session of After the Verdict. Well... Uh, if you have a heart, you can't help but feel bad for the plaintiff in this case. Sure. And it's a terrible thing. She has a fire in her apartment. She loses a lot of belongings, etc. But I have to say, if her crockpot started the fire and she is trying to get money from the landlord, it's kind of almost like being involved in, in a crime and making a play for the reward money with the authorities. <laughs> it was like, you know what I mean? It was a little bit, uh, yeah. it took a lot of chutzpah to do that and bring the claim potentially. Right. I suppose. You right. kind of saw it the same way, right? I did. And um, I, I, I don't know if it's from not understanding the law or not knowing the law or just this feeling that a lot of tenants have that, hey, it's your property, so whatever happens on it, you have to pay. Yeah, um, and that's and, why we have And you have to pay $10,000. Right. With no receipts. Right. Just have to, I'm just going to tell you it's worth $10,000. But, um, but that's what renter's insurance is for. Exactly. And, and she does have a potential claim for damages. It's called a product's liability claim. And it would be against the manufacturer, potentially, of the crockpot that went wrong. Right. If, in fact, that's what the conclusion of the fire department is, so it would behoove her in the last nine months and before she would file a products liability case against whatever, we keep saying crockpot because that's like saying Xerox or yeah, Kleenex. I to say that we have no idea who the, who the manufacturer is, but whoever the manufacturer right. of that slow cooker is, the slow cooker, if she right. could prove that it's in fact a defective uh, thing, that that's what the fire department concluded, then file a case against that. You don't see those in small claims. Those are expensive cases to put together. You require a lot of expert testimony, et cetera, to show that a product was really defective defectively designed or defectively manufactured, right? Absolutely. This is Personal One. Have you ever been sued or have you ever sued anyone in small claims court? Uh, okay, I have sued once in small claims court and I won. <laughs> um, I've also been a uh, pro tem judge in small claims court. Um, but the problem with that was um, the cases went okay, 
but the judge whose courtroom I used let me use his robe and he was significantly taller than me. And when I went up to the bench, I tripped and I ate it on the bench. That will do it for this case. Litigants for the next case inside the courtroom. This is the plaintiff, Carol Boss. She says she purchased a mobile home in the sunshine state of Florida and was forced by the community board to upgrade the aluminum top and carport railings. She hired the defendant's company to make the repairs and told him time was of the essence because she had received a violation notice. It soon became clear she was not a priority to the defendant, went with another company and can't get the defendant to refund her $700 deposit. That's why she's here suing. This is the defendant, Philip Hoffman. He says a hurricane ruined the top of the plaintiff's mobile home, and she paid him a deposit to repair it. The plaintiff was third in line to get the work done, then abruptly decided to find another company. He refunded 2000 of the plaintiff's money because he didn't actually do the construction, but he kept $700 because his time in pre-production work doesn't come for free. He's accused of a roof goof. All parties, please use your right hands. Welcome back to the People's Court. Next case on the docket, the plaintiff says her mobile home needed some serious repairs after a hurricane damaged the roof. She hired the defendant and says the guy took her deposit and then just skipped out and didn't do it. The defendant says he was swamped with work. He told the plaintiff she was third in line. She lost patience, and here they are. It's the case of a roof goof. Ben sworn, Your Honor. Thank you, Douglas. You're welcome, ma'am. Okay, Ms. Boss, what's going on? Yes. Um, in May of 2018, I believe. Yep. 19, I'm sorry. I received a letter from the park that I rent my mobile home, where it's located at. I rent in this park. And they informed me that I needed to put a patio roof and railings over the slab that was the original patio. And because what had happened gotten, to the patio roof and railings that were there? Irma um, had torn it off before I Okay, well, I'm from Florida, so I know who Irma is, but you're referring to Hurricane yeah. Irma, correct? Yes. <laughs> okay. Now, were you the owner, uh, or were you, re were you renting in that place at the time, or that had predated you? That predated me. But one of the conditions of your rental agreement was that you were supposed to fix that, right? Yes, when I bought the, the mobile home in but the you park. But you um, didn't do anything to fix it, right? Well, I didn't know in I that whole a year. frame. Yeah, I didn't Oh, what'd you I think? If they make it a condition that you've got to fix it, you thought, uh, you yeah. thought, oh, well, I'll just keep nice and quiet and hopefully everybody will forget. A whole year passes <laughs> and then they send you a notice telling you you're in violation and you better get this done in the next 14 days, right? What does that letter say? Let's yeah, be well, very specific. The letter was dated May 13th and it said I had 14 days to prove that I was going to have it done, you know, to submit a okay. uh, signed contract for the work. Okay. Um, and all you needed to do was submit a signed contract, or did you have to submit anything else? No, just that proof that I had a contract. And, and then uh, they'd get off your back, and everything was fine. They, they, well, they still wanted the work done by the end of July. Well, yeah. Yeah. So, okay. So, so let's look at... Uh, hold on one second. I'd like to see that first letter and look at it. 
actually was supposed to be 60 days from the date of that letter. Here we go. The letter's dated May 13th, okay? And what they say is, we discussed with you a year ago the rules and regulations, and you have to submit the permit application within 14 days, and you have to complete the work within 60 days. So what happens? So um, I, I had a, uh, I called the American Aluminum, and they sent out a person to uh, measure the patio, give me, and take the information back to the office, and they would give me a quote. I did give them a picture of what I would have liked to, the type of roof I wanted to have put over the patio, um, which turned out through them to be too expensive. So, but at any rate, um, I had until, when I talked to the office, they gave me until the end of July to have it done. Um, so- to, At the end of July to have what done? The work done? I'm sorry. The when you talk, done. the I'm permit. I'm sorry, the letter already gave you only 60 days from the date of the letter, which would have been middle of July. So they gave you yeah. until the end of July to do the work. How much, when did they want to see the permit, though? Still 14 days from the date of the letter? Yes. Um, well, I, th I think that what they wanted was a signed contract because the people that I was going to go through would be the ones applying for the permit. They just okay. wanted proof. So even though they say a permit, your understanding from yeah. them was, uh, you know, you don't need a permit application. We just need to see a contract. So you Correct. end up talking to the fine folks at American Aluminum. And what is it they say to you? Um, I spoke with a lady named Luann because the owner was out of town. And she informed me that he would be back mid-June, and there shouldn't be a problem to get it done um, by that date. So <clears throat> she did mention that a couple of other people had been in that day, but that was all she said. So I didn't know, you know, what that, that didn't mean anything to me. So um, I called back on the 19th or the 20th to the office to see when Phil was supposed to be back. Wait, before we get to the 19th or the 20th of June... You end up paying $700. Correct. I went in and signed a, a quote, a contract for, and I put $2,700 down. 2000 on a credit card and the credit. other 700 how? On a, in a check. Okay. A personal They check. cash a check, they charge her credit card, and then now it's June 20th, and you call, and what does she tell you? That's when she told me, um, <clears throat> excuse me, that he wasn't going to be back until the middle of July and that there was two other people in front of me and that they would eventually get to me. Okay, Mr. Correct. Hoffman, where were you? You globe-trotting yes, thing, you? I was uh, in New Jersey uh, working on my son's house. He had purchased a house, so I was doing some improvements for him. Can you hear me? Yeah, but you spent... I do hear you. I'm in shock. Uh, you spent... You ended up spending... <laughs> Not one, but two months away, and you're the only guy who can do the job? Why couldn't somebody no, else do the job? Yes, ma'am. I'm a small business. I have uh, uh, two other employees at the time. I'm a personal. I'm on site, on hands. Um, she was informed that she was third in line. We had called the association, which I've done many a lot of work for. Once they got the contract, they were good, knowing that we were going to get the job done. We were there to do the job by the end of July. 
unfortunately, she uh, wanted a refund earlier, much earlier. Right, because she's told for the first time that instead of you coming back in June, that now you were going to come back two months, a month and, and a week after you'd taken her money. Like, in other Correct, words, if I understand the idea that you're a small business. You okay? It's okay. It's okay. You got leg, a cramp? Leg cramp. Leg cramp. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. Okay, I'm good. Oh, that's all right. Are you sure you're okay? Sure. Let me ask you, Ms. Boss, did Pickwick ever tell you they'd give you an extension now that they knew that American Aluminum is on the case? No. Absolutely <gasps> not. Yes. They, I never... Well, can I ask you a question? Themselves. Did you ever get the job done? Yes. Oh, okay. When, when did you I, end up getting the job somebody. done? Uh, work started August 7th, I believe it was. So how did you get, how did you hire somebody to start work in August then? Yes. Well, if you're worried, you want your money back because he couldn't start work in July, but then you hire somebody to start work in August. Yes, because I called, I did call the Pickwick office and explained that I felt like I was being jerked around by these people. And they said, as long as I had another Signed contract within, by, uh, I believe it was July 19th, I'm not positive, that they wouldn't go ahead and just let me get it done. So, Do you have any evidence from Pickwick that they did not, they would not have needed the job done at the end of July, like the letter says? Yes, ma'am. So I'm going to let you talk to Luann, who is my office manager. Okay. Uh, has, uh, we need to swear her in, right, Douglas? Yes, ma'am. Ma'am, can I get you to raise your right hand, please? You solemnly swear to tell the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth, so I'll help you, God. Yes, I do. Thank you. Your Honor? Okay. Luann, uh, tell me about what discussions you had with Pickwick regarding the um, timing of all this. On, on um, June, no, wait, it was May 29th when she came in with the, the letter um, and it's dated. You've, I think I sent you it. It's May 29th. She bring it in that day and said, I have to have this done. So I called Pickwick right there. She was standing with me when I called them. And I asked Kristen, that's who I spoke with. I said, um, if she signs a contract with us, um, can we delay this? Because Phil is out of town until... Um, July 8th or the 15th. I wasn't sure if it was going to be July 8th or the 15th. Did you ever tell her that he would be back in town in June? No, I didn't. I never, and I told Kristen the same thing. She was standing right there. Kristen told me it would be okay as long as she had a contract signed before the 5th of June. So I let um, her know then too and stuff that they said it'd be okay as long as she had a contract signed. So, and I told, she said, I want it done now. And I said, if you have, if you need it done right this minute, you need to find someone else, you know, because Phil is not going to be in town till July and stuff. And And you deny everything she's saying. You say, Ms. Boss, that she didn't tell you that, that she told you he was coming back in June and that he ended up... Yes, she did. The registered letter she sent to us, you'll see where I underlined it, that she said that we couldn't do, we couldn't get to the work no later than July, the end of July. And I told Yeah, no, I know. know. Right, but hold on one second. This is what she that, what she's, Hold on, ma'am, 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 hold on, hold on. 
what what she's saying is, I want to cancel because you can't get to it to July, comma, you told me you'd get to it in June, right? No, this is not what the letter says. No, but that's her, that's what she's saying. She's saying that the reason she canceled with you is because you couldn't get to it in June. So really, the crux of the case is whether you told her that Phil would be back in June or whether you told her that Phil would never be back until July, what would be the reason that she would have to then not wait? If everything was going to be fine and there was nothing, she wasn't sweating it, she knew that everything would be fine, then why do you think she wants her money back from you? What's she so mad at? Because... Um... A lot of these women that wait, or I should say customers that wait, to they have their yeah, year you notice. Should. Their right. year notice, they and then they come in and they play. They take up our time, is what they do. And they leave. They, they get, and it's always like I have to have it done. I have to have a contract. They know that as soon as they get the contract, I fax it over to Pickwick or whatever the case may be. Not just her it's happened before and stuff like that um that they're they're fine what they don't like is because when she came in to get her refund i i called pickwick the same day she got a refund and said she no longer has a contract with us Kristen. yeah i understand but you're you're you've got you've got things a little bit jumbled see she didn't want you guys and i don't know why she didn't want you guys one possible reason she doesn't want you guys is that you misinformed her. And you never told her that Phil was going to take a two-month vacation. Or, you know, I mean, he was working. I did. I, wait, I don't want I you to interrupt me. I want you to hear me out. I need you to stop interrupting me. Listen to me. And no, and you make a good point. I would like to know what happened after, because we got stuck on me seeing the action. Okay, I don't know what you just did, but turn that off. You need to turn that light off. Okay, that you just turned off. Yeah, we can't it's see. Getting, it's getting okay. dark. Okay, it's fine. <laughs>
Your staff told her that you'd be back in June. And then she calls in late June and says, what's going on? I haven't heard from you guys. And that then all of a sudden she hears for the first time that you'll be back in mid-July sometime. And she's third on the list. And we don't, and if you need it done right away. So she goes out and hires someone else. May I? Yeah, go ahead. There's some people that are just not harassment, but they want it done yesterday. So, again, I was in New Jersey. I wasn't getting on the phone with her and arguing with her. You signed a contract. You were told we'd, you'd get it done by this time. That's the contract. Right. That's when it but here's the, here's, here's, here's the thing. If Luann is telling her he, he comes back in June, and that is the reason she signs oh, a contract, yeah. if I were to believe that, I know Luann denies that. That's what she's saying. If I were to believe that, if I give you my money June 5th and I hear you're coming back mid or late June, and then I call on the 20th, and now I hear you're coming back mid-July, and I've got a deadline, I have every right to get all of my money back. If, in we fact, Luann told her June and then changed it to July. That is what I'm trying to determine. You want to know what Correct. would be awesome? If when you filled out this contract, there was a time, especially when time is of the essence, because we no have a essence. violation and a deadline. So all you had to do when you filled out the contract is say, I will be completing the work by X. And what you should be insisting on is that someone who's supposed to complete the work by X put it in the contract. So there's no confusion. Time was not of the essence once the contract was signed. Pickwick pulled Okay, but I need you to understand that that's, if you're gonna say that, and you may be right, you have to prove it. I have someone who's saying, that it still had to be completed by the end of July. But it you know, wasn't. um it wasn't. Well you they say that. Right. And 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 you and no, Unless and you, you make a good point. I would like to know what happened after because we got stuck on me seeing the action. Okay, I don't know what you just did, but turn that off. You need to turn that light off. Okay. That it's you just me. turned on. Yeah, we can't <laughs> it's see. Getting, it's getting okay. dark over. It's fine. Can I Ms. Voss, here's what I'd like to ask you. How were That's you able to wait until August to get the job done? Because when I called the office and told them that I felt like I was being jerked around and I had another contract and I took it down to the office and that work would start August 7th, they were fine with that. I mean, it was a week off from where I thought it should have been done. So um, they didn't, you know, because she, she sent me that email immediately after being told we canceled our contract. I don't blame them for doing that. They don't want you to sign no, a contract, bail on the contract, I, use them to get yet more time. I mean, I get that. No, no, no. Um, I don't with that. So no, I we're going to stop. We're going to stop talking back and forth. Everybody stop. I'm ready. I'm ready. Okay? Uh, it's a close one. I mean it because I, you're all very believable. Everybody's believable here. But I've got a situation where in writing everywhere, is the threat, including an eviction pamphlet, that work must be completed by the end of July. If the answer that you are giving me is, no, it didn't, then you gotta prove, no, it didn't. And proof isn't that she later got an extension. Proof is that when she ends up bailing, she shouldn't have, because she knew. Right now, all I've got is Luann saying, did too, tell her, and I've got her saying, she did not, that's why I canceled. So. I am going to rule in favor of the plaintiff, and I am going to order you to return her $700. Verdict for the plaintiff. Good luck, folks. That's wrong.
So, Judge Millian finds for the plaintiff in this case, the defendant, Mr. Hoffman, you're going to have to give that $700 back. What do you think about the judge's decision? Well, liar, liar, pants on fire. That's what I think. All right. Well, you're going to give her the money back? Well, you have to give her the money back. That's it. Yeah. Well, yeah. Sorry about that. That's, that's the way it goes in court some days. Okay? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> All right. Mrs. Boss, yes, let me ask you, are you feel better now? You glad you filed the lawsuit? I am, because they lied. So, you know, I was done. Well, congratulations. Uh, enjoy your, your money back, your $700, and I hope your, your job was done well. Okay. Thank you so much. Thank you very much, ma'am. You're welcome. Thank All you, Ms. Right. Boss. And with that, it's time for another session of After the Verdict. Watching you sort out the evidence in this case and listening to both parties, I got the impression that it was a close call, and you mentioned it was a close call, and in my own mind, it was a very close call because he seems like an honorable guy and he's running a business, and it costs Plus, I like him. him. He gets to take two months off right. to go to Jersey to right. help his son, yeah, and, you know, he's right. not worried. <laughs> uh, so, you know, these guys, when they go out to your house and they give estimates and they write little things up, it, it takes a lot of time. It's, it's part of the cost of doing business, but, uh, you know, everybody gives free estimates for the most part on right. these types of jobs. Right. And then when you give the estimate, it better be really clear. I'm, I'm going to take your money now, but I can't even get to you right. for all of June and most of July. Right. That better be clear. That's a long time to wait. Long time to, to wait. But it's really important for a homeowner whenever you have a contractor that you're hiring. Mm -hmm. You should put a start and end time. Right. And then you've got to, you know, there's got to be wiggle room. Right. But at least it's on paper. Barbara from Wisconsin wants to know, I really like my neighbor, but they're doing loud work every day at their house, and my kids are now home for school. It's hard for them to concentrate. What should I do to resolve the situation? Here's the thing, that in most states, uh, they can do construction work at prescribed periods of time. Usually it's 7 a.m. on weekdays, and usually it goes to 5 or 6 in the afternoon. Check your state, check the law, you can go online and find it. Angie has made it easier than ever to hire high-quality pros to get all your home service jobs done well. Just bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie will connect you with local pros who match your specific needs. Or book a service instantly at an upfront price. So join the millions of homeowners who use Angie to care for their homes and get your next home service job done well. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.